Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. It's the full court press with Eric Franson, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, the fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson with you here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for being here with us on a Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. I know we're still kind of with that hangover with the Jazz being out of the playoffs, and it's going to be hard to see the second round go on without the Jazz involved. We'll talk a little bit about the playoffs today. Uh, We'll talk about the NFL draft. Busy day for the Mountain West Conference. Uh, and a number of Aggies getting picked up with some some form of contracts after the draft was completed. And so we'll run through who's going where, who maybe has a better chance than others at uh, sticking at uh, their new destination. And uh, the, uh, we got some playoffs going on in high school sports this week. So we'll explain what our broadcast coverage is going to look like this week with games being video streamed on CashValleyDaily.com and carried on the radio on 104.5 The Ranch or 104.9 The Ranch, depending on the the school and the sport. So a a lot of exciting spring sports going on this week. We'll tell you uh, how you can follow along on some of these uh, various sports and latest RPI rankings are out for some. And they've been withheld for some others because we're winding down to the tail end of the season. And a little bit later on here on the show, we're going to have some special guests in here with us. Uh, USU lacrosse team. They have a club lacrosse team. And they are uh, trying to get to nationals. And they are they need your help doing it. They're trying to raise some money to get there. So some members of the USU lacrosse team will be joining me here in the studio to talk about uh, what what they've got going on and how you can help them get to their uh, destination and a really cool opportunity. Uh, and just, again, uh, hitting on uh, a few things from uh, the tail end of last week, uh, as has been kind of a tradition here with the Full Court Press, whether it's on this station or others, uh, when the Utah Jazz finally bow out of the playoffs, things kind of get trimmed down here. Uh, so we're just going to be doing an hour an hour-long show now until August, first part of August. We'll, we'll expand it back up to two hours with the return of football, uh, the Aggies returning, uh, the, getting ready for high school football and, and fall sports overall. Uh, but uh, things will be will be tailored and trimmed back a little bit here on the Full Court Press for a little while. Uh, and the other thing, too, is uh, we're sad. A.J. Salveson, Friday was his last day. And so it's uh, going to be sad not seeing him in the building and sitting across from me here in the table uh, here in the studio, but uh, wish him all the best. And so make sense of trying to make sense of what's still going on and, and do the best uh, that we can with what we have. And a reminder, we're always uh, this show always goes better when we have your feedback and your participation on the Guild Mortgage text line, and that's 435-339-0321. So if you want to chime in, agree, disagree, on what's going on, love to hear from you. 435-339-0321-9315 texts in. Who's going to be the new host of the show? If uh, if it's uh, AJ, then AJ is going to be punching his radio. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, AJ, he's, he's great to fill in, and uh, on occasions, I know he's a busy guy with his duties, uh, doing uh, morning radio and also helping us out with the sports, but um, um, I, I don't know that it's going to be AJ. I, I doubt it. We haven't had those discussions, but I know that uh, uh, that can be complicated for his schedule to make that kind of a commitment on an everyday basis. So I don't want to speak for him, but I just know what it's like to do those hours that he's doing. So I uh, don't know who that uh, co-host is or will be. Uh, there may be times over the next uh, weeks or, or, or months where you – you're somebody just kind of hanging out with me here. It doesn't necessarily mean that there it's, it's, it's a tryout, but uh, you might hear some different voices from time to time. But we'll still talk about the issues of the day and certainly try to make it as local and as relevant as we can. And so to that point, a couple things going on from this past weekend. Certainly NFL draft is a big deal. It was fun to have it uh, live at a venue, a unique venue in Las Vegas. Uh Kudos to that city who was going to host it and then had to shut everything down because of COVID, and they were able to host it again, and it was a big event. And uh, by all accounts, it looked like it went really well uh, over multiple days and a great venue, a lot of interesting things going on there. But we didn't hear any Utah State Aggies names get called over those few days through those seven rounds of the NFL draft. We, We got through a number of Mountain West players who did get called, uh, certainly the uh, the first ma- player out of the Mountain West Conference was Trey McBride, the tight end from Colorado State. Uh, went to He's going to Arizona for the Cardinals, and he was the first tight end selected in the draft. And uh, number 55 overall in the second round, and uh, number 70 overall in the third round was Chad Muma, for the inside linebacker from Wyoming. He's headed to Jacksonville. And so he was the uh, the, the fifth inside linebacker selected overall in the draft. A couple of um, San Diego State Aztecs that went next. Cam Thomas uh, later in the third round. Daniel Bellinger, uh, the tight end, he was selected in the fourth. Uh, Thomas is going to Arizona. Bellinger to the Giants. Romeo Dubs, great wide receiver out of Nevada. He's headed to Green Bay. Uh, Khalil Shakir, great wide receiver out of Boise State, going in the fourth round. And uh, later in the fourth round, and he's, uh, excuse me, he went to the fifth round, and he's going to uh, Buffalo. Kind of a surprise that he went that late. I would have thought he would have been selected a little bit higher than that. Uh, Cole Turner, tight end out of Nevada, going to Washington, uh, also in the fifth round. And uh, Deron Bland, cornerback out of Fresno State, going to the Cowboys. And into the sixth round, it was uh, Matt Areza, first pick in the sixth round, the punt god, as he likes to refer to himself, out of San Diego State, going to Buffalo. Uh, actually, four punters selected this year, which is a bit of an anomaly. I think it was the first time since, what, 2000? There were four punters selected in the draft. But um, he was selected third, he, uh, the third punter overall in this year's draft, the first in the sixth round, uh, Zachary Thomas, an offensive tackle from San Diego State, also in the sixth round. He went to Chicago, and then rounding it out from the Mountain West was Jordan Jackson, a defensive tackle out of Air Force, going to New Orleans in the uh, sixth round. And certainly there were a few others in the state uh, to keep an eye on that uh, ended up getting selected and drafted. Uh, It was uh, Utah's Devin Lloyd, who went number 12, uh, assuming number 27 overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Tyler Algier, he uh, was selected uh, 151st overall, going to Atlanta. 
And then uh, Braxton Jones, an offensive tackle from Southern Utah, going to the Chicago Bears. So uh, interesting list of players that were selected from this area, or at least those whom we are familiar with. But really surprising that Utah State, a team that finished 24th in the country, the Mountain West champs, L.A. Live Bowl champs, didn't have anybody selected in the NFL draft. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not going to have any guys making any rosters. Uh, a couple of guys signed some free agent contracts on uh, Saturday night. That was Savon Scarver signing with the Bears. Devin Tompkins signed with the uh, Buccaneers. And Derek Wright signed with the Carolina Panthers. So uh, some great wide receivers selected and undrafted free agents. And then, uh, then later it was determined that uh, four other Aggies received invitations to some NFL rookie mini camps. So that's Jalen Bannerman going to the New York Giants camp. Brandon Bowling, he's going to the Chicago Bears camp. Nick Henninger, he's headed to Tampa Bay to participate in their rookie mini camp. And Carson Terrell, he's going to Green Bay. So uh, the tight end from Utah State. So good to see some of these Aggies getting an opportunity to prove themselves and prove uh, the, the, these scouts maybe a little bit wrong, uh, what they missed on these guys, and um, and you know see if they get these opportunities. A few guys that I am surprised that uh, didn't get selected or get any opportunities. Um, so we'll, we'll see if there may be other opportunities that present themselves down the row. Uh, a couple other texts coming through. Reminder, if you want to chime in, 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, 7994. Where did Ajay go? I wanted one last time to roast Ajay. <laughs> well, he's he's in the area. Uh, so if you want to roast him, I will read your text. I'm sure he will hear it or he will definitely hear about it. But uh, he will not be here in person to take it live. So unfortunately, uh, unless he's listening in. And if he is, Ajay, we miss you. And uh, we're going to get you roasted one way or the other. Uh, 4474. Texting in, where is Ajay working now? Um, uh, from what I understand, he's uh, working a full-time job over in Bear Lake uh, with the Bear Lake Adventure Park. So sometimes if you see somebody dressed as a cuddly bear, it's probably a good chance that's Ajay inside there. So go uh, hit the bear, and that'll be Ajay. Uh, 3862, uh, again, where did Ajay go? It's the worst time of the year when the show is only an hour long. I know. I'm sorry. I wish there was more content and we would definitely keep it going. Uh, but it does tend to thin out a bit and uh, makes it a little bit more challenging to bring interesting content to you every day, at least for that length of time. Uh, 9315, was it surprising that no one from USU called? Uh, on a good note, lots of USU free agents. I, I, it is surprising to me that no Aggies were called in the draft. Um, you know, I... I'm shocked that uh, any of these guys that got undrafted free agents or uh, uh, you know invited to rookie mini camps, uh, I thought for sure Devin Tompkins would be on a roster. Um, I, I thought even Savon Scarver had a really solid chance as a you know, kick return specialist, uh, but uh, or punt return specialist, but didn't happen. So uh, they have the opportunity to prove themselves in these mini camps. And try to stay on. And we've seen this before. Guys get those opportunities to prove themselves. Injuries happen. Get a chance to move up to a, a practice squad. And then maybe even onto the full roster. 
So it's not outside the realm of possibility for these guys, but uh, fingers crossed that something will work out for them. Uh, but, yeah, I am surprised. I- I'm really surprised that nothing, uh, no Aggies uh, were called. And, frankly, I'm shocked, too, that Utah only had Devin Lloyd. I mean, this is a team that was 12th in the country. Uh, BYU was 19th, and they only had Tyler Algier. Utah State's 24th in the country, and not one Aggie selected. San Diego State finished the year ranked 25th in the AP poll, and they had, what, one, two, three, four guys selected? Now, they were a solid team all year long. They had a really good body of work, but uh, surprising to me that you, you've got a team that, especially for Utah, I guess that one surprises me the most, perhaps, the 12th best team in the country that's in the Pac-12 championship game that, that goes to the Rose Bowl and you only produce one NFL guy that gets his name uh, called? And he was on the first day, but I would have thought there were more guys after that. So a little surprised with this year's NFL draft. And the other surprise, too, was the lack of deals for experienced quarterbacks in the NFL. And by that, I mean guys that, are already on rosters, whether they're starters or backups, because this was kind of a weak draft for quarterbacks, and I would have thought that some of these experienced guys, Baker Mayfield notably, Jordan Love, another one, would have been involved in some trades for teams to move up or to get different draft capital or other players because the the, the type of quarterbacks in this draft class were not really that strong and would have thought that some teams still looking for opportunities to bolster their uh, their uh, quarterback situation, and they really didn't. Now, I don't think that means that they're done. There may still be opportunities to do that in the next coming days, but I was a little surprised that we didn't hear Jordan Love's name called over the weekend uh, or Baker Mayfield's. Uh, certainly, I, I hope that things continue to work out well for Jordan in Green Bay. Great opportunity to continue to uh, fine-tune his craft. Uh, but uh, you know, is, he, is he NFL ready? Well, we don't know. He, really, he had the one game that he you know wasn't really fair to him. It was okay performance. It wasn't great. But the guy's got to get into real game situations to really prove himself and to give himself that opportunity to compete at that level. And... Gosh, you're not really going to get that behind Aaron Rodgers. But look, for all the talk about Green Bay and the decision they made to draft Jordan Love, it really appears that Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers get along and that uh, Aaron has been a good mentor to him. Um, and uh, while his feelings have been more directed towards the front office and less so against Jordan Love, uh, and as more time goes on, will the Green Bay start to focus on other things rather than Green Bay's decision to select Jordan Love uh, over other quote-unquote needs of the organization for what uh, what they needed at, at different positions. And, and Green Bay this year went out and got some interesting positions from some guys in the Mountain West, right? So um, it's going to be uh, an opportunity to see what these guys do. Uh, Romeo Dubs could be a great target. Um, he was an outstanding wide receiver at Nevada. I'm shocked that... Carson Strong wasn't selected. I mean, this was a guy that seemed to be probably the best quarterback uh, in the conference, and he wasn't drafted. So really kind of a weird 
draft uh, for me this this uh, last weekend uh, and how it played out. Just from a Mountain West point of view, great for San Diego State with four guys going, but from everybody else, just kind of a weird, weird uh, weekend uh, for the Mountain West, at least how NFL scouts viewed the Mountain West this past season, which I thought was pretty deep. I thought there was a lot of parity in the Mountain West this year, but... Well, maybe not just specific players standing out quite enough. So, uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with these rookie mini camps, which will be starting here uh, pretty soon. An opportunity for these guys to prove that they deserve another invite and to participate in some off-season stuff later on in the summer. But for now, uh, yeah, it's kind of a waiting game to see what happens. The other waiting game too for Utah State is. Uh, the uh, window of time for transfers, if you're going to uh, put yourself in the transfer portal for the football team, uh, now the opportunity to declare if you're going to be transferring has now passed. And so Utah State's got like six spots to fill um, with guys who over the, this, the last 10 days, 14 days of that window declared that they were going to put their name in the transfer portal after the spring game had concluded, a number of those guys started coming forward and saying, here's some practice video of me. I haven't really played a lot of games, but I'm available and, uh, and looking for opportunities. Doesn't mean that they will be gone. They could still stay with Utah state, but uh, looks like the Aggies are going to be looking to fill a couple of holes after a number of players put their names in the transfer portal. So uh, Coach Anderson and his coaching staff are going to be looking that over and seeing who's who else is in the portal, who can fit their needs. And uh, some may more may be able to fill more immediate spots than others. Uh, so Because uh, certainly the, the injury to uh, Switzer could be problematic at the linebacker position for USU. So is that a position they're going to be hunting more uh, for when they look at that transfer portal? Uh, or just filling the the spots that are vacant from those who put their name because really they, they were all over from offense to defense probably a few more guys on on defense than than there were offensively but a little bit of both but that coaching staff is going to try to figure out how to fill those holes and fill those gaps uh, let's see quick timeout here on the full court press so when we come back let's get into spring sports quickly before we talk about USU lacrosse. Because the latest RPI rankings are out for lacrosse, both boys and girls. So we'll give an update on that. What our schedule looks like for spring broadcast coverage this week following these spring sports on Cash Valley Daily and on 104 The Ranch. And uh, and also look at what's going on in the NBA playoffs with an interesting comment from Steph Curry about what happened with uh, Draymond Green the other night getting ejected from the game. Uh, but first, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, they're open on Sundays now. They're at 695 North Main in Logan. They've got quick, clean, easy service, and it's how it really should be when it comes to your oil change. So stop in today or really any day this week because they're open seven days a week, even on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. They'll get you back out on the road quickly. 
Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo, Thursday, May 5th, at the Cache County Fairgrounds. Take part in the Mexican culture with traditional Mexican folk dancers and singers. Enjoy the rhythm of mariachi bands and move to the beat of Zumba. Choose from several food trucks to satisfy your appetite and incredible, authentic Mexican treats. Bring the kids. We've got bounce houses, climbing walls, a mechanical bowl, and traditional Mexican piñatas. The party gets started at noon on Thursday, May 5th. Cinco de Mayo is presented by Members First Credit Union. Our name says it all. Auto Leave, now hiring for all Northern Utah locations. Auto Leave saves lives. DD Auto and Salvage, scrap metal to automobiles. DD Auto Salvage gives you money for your old metal. iFit, a global company committed to diversity and inclusion, welcomes everyone to celebrate Cinco de Mayo with the community this year at the Cache County Fairgrounds. Thursday, May 5th, from noon till 8. You lead a busy life. When do you have time to get your vehicle serviced? Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan can help. They're now open on Sundays to better serve you. If life is too hectic during the weekdays and Saturday is crazy like normal, go see them on Sunday. Get your oil changed and they'll also check other fluids and recharge your AC. Stay in your car while their trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Open seven days a week across from Angie's. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Booing, cool. You suck, fine. But the, the curse words, like, what are we doing? On the other hand, Boston, and I think some in Boston, like Philly, like New York, think there's a reputation to uphold to be the biggest e-bag you can possibly be. And there is something of a Roman Coliseum sort of feel to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here. And uh, an abbreviated show. We're on between 4 and 5 now through the summer. We'll expand it back up to two hours when we get close to USU football and the high school football teams returning to action in August. And uh, exciting, exciting time of the year. Uh, talking about football, by the way, um, probably the name that I'm surprised the most that I didn't see get an undrafted free agent signing or an invitation to a rookie minicamp was Marcus Moore. The guy killed it in the pro day up here in Logan when the scouts were here. I heard multiple reports. Scouts turning their heads like, that was Marcus Moore? Uh, on the bench press and the speed and a couple of the drills that he did. I was shocked that I uh, didn't see his name as uh, an undrafted free agent or an invitee to a rookie minicamp. So I was surprised at that. Uh, 9938. Chiming in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Do you think USU football recruits guys knowing they'll be primarily for the practice squad? Uh, I don't know that they primarily recruit guys for that. Um, they might offer a preferred walk-on for somebody that falls in that category. But if you're going to recruit somebody and give them a scholarship, it's it should be because you believe they can help your team. Maybe not this year, but if in, the, in a development program like Utah State has, that eventually they'll be able to impact the game and impact the team 
that should be why they're recruiting guys. But um, but if you're going to be on the practice squad, it's a mentality thing as much as it is a, a physicality thing. And use that as an opportunity to prove yourself and to uh, show the coaches that you deserve more time and more uh, opportunity. And really, that, like as we said, it's a developmental uh, program. That's a time to fine-tune a lot of those skills. But I'd be shocked if they're recruiting guys just primarily for the practice squad. You only have so many scholarships to hand out. So give it to somebody who's going to help, help your team and help your team win. Uh, 9315. To me, the guys in the transfer portal for USU football, I mean, we have better players playing those positions, so they want to go somewhere else to be able to play. I still don't know why you would want to leave a winning team. No reason that you can't work your butts off and make a starting role where you're at. If they are Blake Anderson recruits, then he sees something that can that uh, can before the team that that came before the team in them. I think you're right. I think that some people will look at it's 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 nuanced, right? Because sometimes you'll look at a situation where a bunch of guys leave a program, and you think, oh my gosh, the coach is chasing off the players. They don't want to stay there. They don't want to play for that guy. And I think there are times where that's true, but I think there's other times where they're just players that are performing better. And they're playing better. They're working harder. They're spending more time in the film room. They're spending their proper time in the weight room. They're doing the right things with nutrition. They're doing the right things in the classroom, for heaven's sakes. And so some guys will, it'll, be, it'll become clear after some time in the program that, look, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not going to get where I want to be. My opportunity to still play this sport is probably to go somewhere else. And that shouldn't necessarily be an indictment on the coaches. Um, Sometimes it's just a cold, hard fact that some guys are playing positions that have more depth and have limited opportunity. And if it's important to you to go play now and be in a different position now, then, then by all means. I personally think that it's better suited if people have some patience and allow themselves to be in the developmental program to allow themselves to get better. But sometimes, too, a coach will uh, will kind of influence somebody. Like, look, we, 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 we got this guy in the transfer portal who's going to come help us right now, and that's going to affect your slot and your rotation, and it's, we just – we got to give this guy the chance, and we're going to give this guy time, and that's going to affect you. So I want to make sure you still have a chance to play. So once you go to the portal, I'll give you a good word at some of these other places, and these coaches will basically direct them in that way to find other opportunities. So it's it's really it's 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 more nuanced than just oh it's a bad coach and they you know they he's running everybody off. That's just not the case. It rarely is. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, we saw that in Hawaii. There was a mass exodus going on before Todd Graham finally called it quits. But um, sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, this their, their timeline is different than what the coaches are, and, and sometimes the coaches agree, and they'll help you find a new location and a new destination. So, um, but I, you know, put your, put your time in. 
It's a winning program. Guys who know how to develop winners. I I don't understand why you'd want to walk away from that, but people have different motives and different uh, reasons for doing that stuff. Uh, today, the uh, just an update on what's going on with RPI. The RPI is not released. It's been removed from the UHSAA website for baseball and softball. They've still got about a week, week and a half left of games. And uh, really, there's some really good matchups going on this week. Bear River and Ridgeline could determine who wins the region for baseball. But um, So they removed the RPI for the final week of the regular season. We still have it up for lacrosse, boys and girls lacrosse, because they still have a little bit of time before they get into their playoffs. Uh, the playoffs are beginning this week for soccer. We'll get to that in just a moment. But for boys lacrosse, Skyview coming in at number one, Ridgeline number two, and Green Canyon number three. Uh, and Skyview uh, beat Green Canyon on, when was that, Friday? And uh, pretty much uh, locked it up. Uh, but there's still some games to, to be played here. So Ridgeline still has an opportunity to to kind of squeak into that top spot in the RPI. Bear River coming in at number five. Mountain Crest at six. Logan at nine in boys lacrosse. In girls lacrosse, Bear River's on top. They are undefeated. Nobody has been able to knock off the Bears this season. They've had a tremendous year. So Bear River at number one in the latest RPI. Mountain Crest, number three, Ridgeline, fourth, Green Canyon, fifth, Skyview coming in at number seven, and Logan at number nine in the latest uh, girls lacrosse RPI. And so the events that we're going to be covering this week for spring sports on CashValleyDaily.com and on 104.5 The Ranch include some soccer games on Tuesday, Green Canyon hosting Skyview. That's going to be at 4 o'clock. Hurricane John Newbold will be on the call on 104.5 The Ranch. And as soon as that game is done, we may be joining this in progress. Depends on how long that earlier game goes. But at 6 o'clock, it'll be Mountain Crest versus Logan in the uh, 4A boys soccer playoffs. That's at 6. A.J. Knight, John Russell will be on that call. It'll be streaming on CashValleyDaily.com from the very beginning. And then on the radio, we'll just join it in progress once that other one is uh, concluded. But also uh, tomorrow, really big uh, softball game going on. Bear River is at Skyview, and uh, Rod Zundel will be calling that one at 3.30. It'll be on Cash Valley Daily. It'll be on 104.9 The Ranch. Now, there is a chance we're going to have some yucky weather, (laughs) some cold and wet weather that could affect some things. So that's weather permitting on our ability to broadcast that game. We have plans to be there. But if we do have rain and moisture, that may make it problematic for us to cover that game. So we'll be keeping an eye on the sky tomorrow afternoon for that one. On Wednesday, great matchup in Region 11 baseball. Ridgeline hosting Bear River. That game will be at 3.30. Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger will be on the call. CashValleyDaily.com with the video. 104.5 The Ranch with the radio. And then later that night, Green Canyon versus Mountain Crest in girls lacrosse. And uh, that's the number three team and the number five team in the latest RPI standings. So that'll be fun to see that one be uh, playing out. That'll be A.J. Knight on the call, Cash Valley Daily, and 104.5 The Ranch. On Thursday, we know Ridgeline will play. Uh, We just don't know whom. Uh, It will be a team from Region 10. Uh, who will have faced each other in the first round for the boys' soccer playoffs. 
But that game is tentatively scheduled at four. I imagine it'll stay at four. And AJ Knight will call that one on Cash Valley Daily and 1045 The Ranch. Now, if Bear River pulls off an upset on Tuesday and they're on the road, they're at Desert Hills. But if they pull off the upset, that would mean Mount, the winner of Mountain Crest and Logan would host that game on Thursday. Uh, otherwise, the winner of Mountain Crest and Logan would, would go on the road to Desert Hills. So, again, another one we're going to be keeping a close eye on. If we can, we will cover it if it's a local game. And then on Friday, Green Canyon versus Bear River in girls lacrosse. Uh, again, that Bear River team has been outstanding. Green Canyon has had a solid season, so that'll be a fun one. Uh, that'll be Friday at 7 o'clock. Full coverage on Cash Valley Daily and 104 the ranch so keep your eye on cash valley daily and your ear on the radio and we'll be carrying those games as we get into the uh, tail end of the season of the spring sports it's been a blast covering spring sports on cash valley daily and on 104 the ranch so uh quick time out here in the full court press speaking of lacrosse usu has a club lacrosse team they've qualified for nationals but they need some help getting there as a club sport you don't get a lot of support from uh, the uh, university from their athletic department. So a lot of it has to come on yourself and the, the money that you raise on your own. So we'll find out some things that they're doing and uh, find out the type of season that they've had coming up next here on the Full Court Press. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers, and Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. If you're about to turn 65, you have been bombarded with so much mail and pestering phone calls. Ditch the junk. We make Medicare easy. We will answer your questions and get you the information you need. We are your health insurance specialists. Call 752-9493. Having local help makes all the difference and there's no cost to you. We're here for you now and in the years to come. Call 752-9493 or visit lssins.com. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. 
Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, Napa has the items that you're looking for, the parts that you need, parts you use, and the parts you rely on every day. Plus, Napa has some of those hard-to-find items that you're looking for. So go check them out. They're in stock while you need it at five locally-owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores. Uh, Talking about what's going on locally is always fun, especially when it involves uh, student-athletes at different levels. And Utah State... Uh, has a variety of different club sports, and we've had different club teams in here before in the full court press. And today we get the honor of talking about USU lacrosse, as uh, they've had a great season. They're they've qualified for nationals. They're trying to help uh, ask well asking for your help to get them there. And uh, it's coming up here soon, so we're going to find out more about it. We've got Hunter Comby, Spencer Bishop, and Jace Griffith with me here in studio, guys. How you doing today? Doing good, yeah. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so USU Club Lacrosse. Um, it's. Uh, I was just talking about uh, the rankings for you know, lacrosse here locally, the, just how this sport has kind of grown here locally. But for you guys, this is something you've been doing for a while. Did you play lacrosse in high school? Yeah, so I actually started playing lacrosse in fourth grade and then just haven't stopped since. Wow, Okay. How about yeah. for the rest of you guys? Yeah, so I was the same way. I started, I think, fifth grade, um, got in from football and basketball were what I mi- mainly played, and then um, my football coach kind of got me into lacrosse, just said it would fit my my uh, my speed and my play style better. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't start until I was 17 in my junior year of high school. I had played basketball, football, uh, ran some cross-country, uh, played soccer, but then – picked up a stick and started playing lacrosse and yeah never looked back just loved it from then lacrosse is kind of one of those sports it's like an amalgam of all of those sports <laughs> kind of thrown into one like a mad scientist pot right so uh before we talk about nationals or your, or your fundraiser let's talk about the season that you guys have just uh, wrapped up when does it, when does the season normally begin for you guys and who do you normally compete against um so we're We've got a preseason ball um, in the fall. We just kind of have scrimmages, practice a couple times a week um, to get all the new recruits in, um, get the team meshing together. Um, so we, we usually have a few scrimmages with local teams like UVU, um, BYU sometimes, um, some Idaho teams, Boise State. Um, and then we'll usually go down to Vegas in the fall for a tournament, and we'll play against some more national teams there. Um, and then for the spring regular season, we usually play – um, usually start our games up in like February, but we have games or practices Monday through Thursday every day. Um, we have we've had 16 games this season, finished 10 and six. Um, we traveled to Minnesota, flew out there. Um, we we drove down to Denver, played a few games against Air Force, Colorado Mines, um, and then we had a lot of home games this season. So um, that's kind of how the season is laid out. We we start games in February, um, playing the lob when it's snowy indoors and uh and then as it gets warmer we play all the way through april may if we have postseason games so and you guys normally play on the uh, legacy fields if it's outside we do when yep. the weather's nice yep <laughs> yeah or when it's not so nice <laughs> <laughs> or when it's not so nice yeah 
So um, you're at a university level. I mean, you've you've got student athletes from all over. So, Jace, like, where the the makeup of your team? Like, where are guys from? Like, make up your team. Um, we've kind of got guys from all over. We've got. Uh, a couple guys from the East Coast. We've got actually quite a few from Colorado, quite a few from Utah. Um, where else we got guys from? We got three or four from California. Um, Maryland, like you said, we've got a couple recruits from Minnesota coming. We got Oregon, Washington, all over the country. So Yeah, yep. So you said you've got recruits. So are you actively like, hey, come play for us, choose Utah State for school, but – play for us for lacrosse or is it just is it active on campus people who arrive like hey i played lacrosse in high school maybe i can go play on a club team or is it a little bit of both um yeah it's definitely a little bit of both we're looking to get guys who look at utah state as a great academic school and also love playing lacrosse and so we try to get them to come play and go to school here and then we also i mean pretty much everyone we meet that we um here played lacrosse we say hey well why don't you come to tryouts and see what you can do so yeah just pretty much anyone that's cool so you guys had your season regular season is now done and you had some kind of a conference playoff how'd that work and now you've qualified for nationals where is that and when is that so nationals is in round rock texas from may 9th to the 14th uh, so that's what we're raising money to get 35 guys down to Round Rock to compete and then hopefully win the national championship. It doesn't sound like that could be very cheap to try to get that many guys to Texas. So what do you guys have in mind? How are you raising money? Uh, so we did a couple clinics last week with youth and high school programs just locally to raise some money. And then we have the GoFundMe, which is linked in our Facebook and our Instagram. And we're just acti- asking for the local community to hopefully donate. So can get a little bit of a dent in that expense to get us down there and that that's one of the things about these club sports is a lot of it's on you guys it's not a sanctioned sport it's not you have some level of university support they allow you a place to play and place to practice but a lot of it's on you guys to do fundraising and to get to destinations on your own that's that can't be an easy thing to do and you got to do that all all year long pretty much don't you yeah yeah exactly yeah we like you said we've we've been working all season getting um working with sponsors and um local businesses in the valley to help fund the travel that we've already done like minnesota that trip we've had schreibers um they they've been a, a big help to us to donate us some money um and so like you said also we did a clinic in the summer um so we also have player dues that that fund a large part of it um, of our expenses and so that's that's where club sports is interesting is uh you've got guys that are working full-time sometimes they've got a full-time class load of 15 credits and then on top of that 10 15 hours of, of lacrosse every week so um you really you really see the guys that that want to be here which is cool because you can all kind of come together and it's a it's a big sacrifice but everyone loves the sport enough to put in that extra time to to compete and represent for Utah State, even though it's not a sanctioned sport. Um, we're trying to grow the program here, so, um, you know, maybe someday in the future that can happen. Um, University of Utah just became sanctioned. They're a club um, team in our in our same league, our same conference, until two or three years ago. So um, with the growth of lacrosse that's happening, that's definitely 
something in the future I'm sure a lot of schools will will look into but but for now we're just kind of paying for our way and and hoping we can get some help from the community so we can represent Logan and Utah State and bring in recruits as the program improves. How many other teams are going to be at nationals? Like, who will you be facing off against, and and how do you like your odds? Um, so there's going to be 16 other teams there. Our first game uh, is against Rhode Island. We've, I don't think we've ever played them, but um, we're ranked. We're the 10 seed. They're the seventh seed. But I would say we're pretty confident in that game. Uh, looking to upset them and move on to the next round. So, yeah. So uh, is it? A single elimination, um, and then it's just a bracket. You win and you move on. Yeah. So you're guaranteed two games, win or lose, but you have to win it all or keep winning to get to the championship. So if you lose one, you're out for the championship. But we're guaranteed two games, so we didn't waste our money going down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. So again, you guys leave later this week. Yeah. So what are some uh, if if people want to help out right now? You you mentioned a couple different places where they can go donate right now a gofundme account that you have but it's on a facebook account or a linkedin we get the links for that so what are those what are those pages yeah so we've got the two links the best places to find them our facebook page is usu men's lacrosse um there should be a few posts recently with with that link on there and then for anyone with instagram um usu men's lax is our our instagram tag and we have in the bio is a link to that GoFundMe as well. So, you know, we've got a couple of places you can find it there. And there's always the club sports um, campus rec that you can go to. But those are the easiest places is our Facebook and Instagram. Well, guys, uh, best of luck. It's exciting that you get to uh, participate in a national competition. Not easy to get there uh, through the season, but uh, physically not easy to get there either. So best of luck as you guys are doing your fundraising. Hope people listening here can uh, find a little bit of loose change in their couch or whatever, even more, and go on to uh, those links and the GoFundMe account and help get these guys to nationals. So best of luck, guys. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right, uh, that's uh, USU Lacrosse. They've got nationals. You said May ninth. May ninth through the fifteenth. Yeah. So that's coming up. So they <laughs> start to open up the wallet here pretty quick if you can yeah. help these guys out. And follow along on our Instagram. See how we're doing. You know, we appreciate any support. So awesome. Okay, well, thanks, guys. Uh, again, that's USU Lacrosse going out to nationals in uh, Round Rock, Texas, which is uh, just outside of Austin. So. Awesome. Great luck, and uh, we'll be checking in and see how things go. Thank you. All right, another quick timeout here in the full court, uh, full court press before some final thoughts. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. You can't just bail on the draft and develop part of the game, and the letters, the last guy they developed was Kobe. I understood bringing LeBron here. But just because the Warriors brought in KD, It didn't mean they lost sort of their DNA on draft and develop. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. 
Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, Mountain West Motor, every truck and SUV is unique. It's been customized, so you'll be ready for your next adventure. So you'll be equipped with all the right gear, like traction boards and rooftop tents, racks, outdoor jacks, and more. Warmer warmer temperatures are here. It's time to get out and do more outside. So make sure you've got the right gear and the right vehicle to do that. You can find a great selection at their uh, new location at 615 North Main in Logan, or visit them online. Check out their inventory at mwmotor.com. Well, that was a <coughs> excuse me. That was a lot of fun having USU men's lacrosse here in studio. Wish them all the best of luck as they're heading out to uh, the uh, suburbs of Austin, Texas, Round Rock, Texas, for the uh, lacrosse nationals. It's not easy to be a, a club sport athlete in a place like Utah State. Uh, there is some institutional help but a lot of it is on their shoulders to make that uh, work so uh, it's a big undertaking and hopefully some people chip in and help them out on their GoFundMe and help them with the raise some money to get out there to uh, to compete on a national level uh so the NBA playoffs second round is now underway and I know it's kind of painful to be watching without any Utah Jazz team uh, involved with it no Jazz players active they're off to the next thing. Uh, Sunday, it was the Bucks just demolishing the Celtics 101-89. to Full control of that game from start to finish. Uh, then it was the Warriors and the Grizzlies in a barn burner. Yeah, down to the wire, but a little bit of controversy in that one. And uh, it, Draymond Green gets ejected. That seemed to fire up uh, Golden State. And they got a little bit more dialed in after he was ejected. And... Uh, interesting comments from Steph Curry after the game about the ejection. Well, obviously on the road, trying to start a series, and you get a guy like Draymond headed to the locker room. Nobody wants to see that. It's not good for the game. I didn't think it deserved that, obviously. Yeah, certainly he's going to you know, stand up for his guy, but you know what's not good for the game? Pulling somebody down out of the air and pulling them down to the court. That's not good for the game. Uh, Draymond today said, you know, his ejection was based more on his his history uh, or his past. 
And you know, I can't necessarily disagree, but he's right. It's based on here's a guy that has a pattern in high profile games of uh, you know going above and beyond what's necessary in how he plays, and that often can get him in trouble. But at the same time, look, Draymond Green is who Draymond Green is, and he's not going to change. He's going to play physical, aggressive basketball, and uh, the Warriors love him for that. And uh, he's the the defensive firecracker that that team needs. Uh, but that's going to be an interesting series. The, the Grizzlies got pushed around a little bit by Minnesota. I was surprised at how much Minnesota was able to be in that series with with the with Memphis. Um, but. Uh, this is a team that is. It's, I think this series could be really interesting if Grizzlies can tighten things up defensively, and uh, it could be a lot of fun to see how this works out. Pool was huge off the bench for the Warriors with 31 points. Um, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. played a limited role, kind of limited impact in the series against uh, Minnesota, but had a huge game for Memphis uh, on Sunday. John Morant was was massive but kind of limited support from the other starters. So interesting to see what adjustments happen there. Now tonight, a couple other games on the schedule for game one in their series. 76ers are at the heat, and 76ers will be without Joel Embiid, who's got the fracture, who's got the, uh, the uh, around his eye, he's got a concussion. Guys beat up. So will they try to shift how they play to be a little bit more outside-oriented? Uh, it's going to be a lot on James Harden to see if he can carry the 76ers until Embiid gets back. Heat have had some injury issues of their own, but these guys, their guys should be coming back. Uh, and just adjusting roster and adjusting the personnel will be interesting. Uh, so that's going to be at 5.30 tonight on TNT. And then the late game will be the Mavericks at the Suns. Jason Kidd throwing shade at the Utah Jazz said, uh, unlike Utah, where it's uh, Gobert and uh, Whiteside, Phoenix has some guys that can put the ball in the hoop. <laughs> so uh, talking about how it's going to be a bigger responsibility for his his, uh, his big guys to play different style of defense. So, look, it's, yeah, he's throwing shade at the Jazz, but he's not wrong. Uh, if it's not a lob, uh, if it's not a roll to the, to the hoop or a putback, now, Utah doesn't have a center that you can just throw the ball to and let him get to work, whereas Phoenix, Aiton does have some moves. So in games tonight, Miami is favored by 7.5, and, and Phoenix is favored by 6. Of the two games that I think will be closer, I would think the later game would be the more intriguing, more interesting game. Uh, how, Phil, or how Philadelphia manages without Joel Embiid will be interesting. But uh, in the end, I think matchup for matchup, position by position, Phoenix versus Dallas uh, will be the more intriguing game to uh, tune into and watch, uh, in my opinion. Um, I I love watching this Miami team, how they play, and they play for each other. They play great defense. um, And uh, we'll see how, how that goes, if they can take care of business and take care of mismatches with Joel Embiid out of the lineup. Uh, but uh, the Phoenix and uh, Dallas series, how different will Dallas look in this series from what they looked like against the Utah Jazz? 
and there's reports that the, that Rudy Gobert and his free agent, uh, not his free agent, his agent, uh, are are in discussions with the Utah Jazz to understand his future with the organization. That could be very interesting offseason uh, for him and the Utah Jazz. So keeping a close eye on that as the weeks and months continue. But that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. Because Have a great night. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. For many franchises, the NFL Draft provides hope. Every year, there's a number of teams you can count out from making the playoffs, right? But the draft is the ultimate equalizer. If a team hits on a top pick, that player can turn a franchise around. Look at the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, the Rams' Aaron Donald, the Bengals' Joe Burrow. Those players selected in the first round, they've helped lead their team to the Super Bowl. What makes the draft interesting, though, is no one has any idea which players can develop into a transcendent star. By now, multiple analysts have pumped out their draft day grades. A bad grade will usually send fan bases into a panic. But before everybody starts overreacting, just remember how often teams and analysts miss on players. Yes, Tom Brady, Jamarcus Russell went first overall and was widely considered an excellent pick. So before you start calling for your GM's job, how about we let this play out just a little bit? I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.